Welcome to the Gen X Women's Guide to Love podcast. I'm your host, Shonda Howard, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to stop attracting all of the wrong men so you can meet and marry the man of your dreams. Let's get started. All right, welcome back and welcome to episode five, where today we're going to be talking all about how to write your list, quote unquote, in a way that works to attract your dream partner. Okay, so if you have been searching for or desiring love for a while, you've probably heard of this idea that you need to sit down and write out a list of everything that you want in your partner, okay? And that is true, right? I think the list, by the way, this idea of the list has been around forever. I think Oprah talked about it. I remember my mom talking about this list like 15 years ago, right? But here's the thing. This idea of the list and what most people are doing with their list and how they're interpreting it is really just one-sided. It's very surface level. So the mistakes that I see people making when they go to create their list, number one, they are focusing on the frame of the picture and not the content. So I'm going to break down what that means and how to really create a list that works to attract your dream partner. And number two, they're getting super attached to what they're writing, the specifics that they're writing, which by the way, are really heavily focused on the frame, not the content. And when I say frame, I really am speaking about those surface level pieces, those surface surface level circumstances, if you will. So let's talk about how to optimize your list so that it actually works to create your dream person. And it's not just some silly exercise that you're doing. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do is carve out a little bit of space and time. I want you to be in a dreamy space. I want you to feel good. I don't want you to rush this at all. So I want you to make sure you've got a little bit of time to sit down, pour yourself a cup of tea or a glass of wine, put some music on and relax. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to just create a list of everything that you possibly could want in your dream person, in your dream relationship. Okay. So I want you to just think about all of the qualities. I want you to get specific and clear about what your person would be like. So the next thing I want you to do is I want you to make sure you're focusing on the content, not the frame. So what do I mean by that? Well, when you're focusing on the content and not the frame, you're really focusing more on the experience you want to have in the relationship and how you want to feel and how you want them to feel about you versus specific external qualities. So most people, when they sit down to do this list, they're really focusing on the frame of the picture, not the content. They are focused on just the surface level qualities. So they're writing down on their list, I want someone who's six feet tall, who has blue eyes, who works for an investment bank, who lives on 63rd Street, right? You're putting down all of those surface level qualities, the type of job or career they have, how much money they make, what they look like. We're really heavily focused on all of those specifics. And then they get super attached to those specifics. That actually prevents the type of person that you want to come into your life from coming. So I'm gonna talk about that in a second. But the first thing I want you to do is I want you to create a lot of space. I want you to sit down to write your list and I want you to do it through the lens of I'm gonna focus on the content, not the frame. So what does that mean? The content means I'm thinking about how do I want to be treated? How do I feel in a relationship with this person? How do I feel about them? Right? So you might be writing on your list, I feel totally safe, secure, and taken care of. You might be writing on your list, 
I feel more in love than I've ever felt before. You might be writing on your list, I know with 100% certainty that this is my person, okay? And actually, that is something that I wrote on my list. So I'll give you some examples from my list when I was really working to call in love and how those examples showed up. I'm going to tell you all about that. But I wrote on my list, I want to know, right? I had been hearing for so long from people around me, when you will know when it's the right person. You're going to know. And I was so frustrated by that because I was like, I've never known. What does it mean? I'm going to know. I've never had that experience. I didn't trust it and I didn't believe it. So I decided that part of my content of my list was going to be, I wanted to have the feeling of knowing, of certainty. And when I was out with Brian, we were on our first coffee lunch meeting, which by the way, we had gone to that meeting just as friends. There was no expectations of anything romantic. So again, I wasn't attached to anything about Brian, but as we sat there for two hours talking about everything and he opened up and he shared all of these things with with me and I felt like our conversation was flowing easily. We were laughing. We were enjoying each other. It felt so effortless to be with him. And I was in the zone, I really got a download and it was unlike anything I'd ever felt or experienced before. I remember this so clearly. I was sitting across the table from him and I was listening to him talk about his surfing trip in Ireland and we were kind of going back and forth and I was telling him, I really want to learn to surf. That's on my bucket list for this next year. And I just got a download and it just whoosh, it hit me and it just went, this is your person. Oh my gosh, I knew. And it's so funny because I then, you know, we hadn't known each other for very long and I just knew I had the knowing. And of course there was that voice in the back of my head that said, you're going to sound like a crazy person if you tell your friends this. If you say to your friends, I know that he's the one, like they're literally going to think that you've gone mentally insane. (laughs) But I did not care. I literally was walking around telling my friends, listen, I have a deep knowing something about this feels very right and very different from anything else I've experienced. He is the one. I told my family this after Brian and I had been dating for like four weeks. I remember flying back to LA and at this point, Brian and I had gone on, I think three dates. And it just so happened that the timing of our trips, we both had trips to LA planned and our trips overlapped. And we crafted a plan to meet up while we were there. We stayed at our mutual friend's house, which is how we met. And we stayed for a couple of nights there so that we could see our friends and we could really all spend time together. And, you know, listen, again, Brian and I had only been dating for two to three weeks. And yet here we were acting like a couple, spending time with our friends. And I remember so Clearly, I was having a conversation with my one of my best friends. His name's Michael, and he's the one that introduced Brian and I. And I was standing in the kitchen, and I remember looking at the calendar, and I was pointing to the calendar. And this was in March, by the way. It was 2017. And I'm pointing at the calendar, and he's like, so do you think this is like really happening? Are you guys really going to be a couple? And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, by the way, I'm like pointing to the calendar, and I say to him, And by the way, my lease is up in June. We're going to move in together in June. And I was like, and then, and I'm looking at the calendar and I was like, and probably by the end of the year, we're going to get engaged. And he kind of looked at me with his jaw on the floor like, what? Are you insane? Like, it's been two weeks. 
And I just knew I had that level of certainty. The reason why I had that experience is because I spent five to six months prior to meeting Brian really anchoring in the energy and the belief that I was going to have the experience of knowing. Okay, so I'm going to talk about that in a second, but this gets us back to, I want you to write the list and I want you to focus on the content, not the frame. So when you're sitting down to focus on the content, I want you to think about the following. I want you to think about how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel about them? How do I want to know that they feel about me? right? What is, when we're looking at the content, we're really looking at what's the experience of this relationship when I'm in it. Okay. So it's not about he's six feet tall, right? Now you can put that on there. So you can spend like 20% of your list writing down qualities, right? I wrote down, you know, my person is really tall and he's got really kind eyes. I didn't want to limit the universe by giving it too many specifics with what he looked like, but there was a couple of specific things that felt important to me. Okay. And I did put those down. And by the way, that is what I received. So I want you to think about when you're writing your list, yes, you can focus on the qualities, but really when you think about the qualities, the qualities, the the external qualities rather, when you think about those surface level things, the reason why you want the surface level things in your person is because you think they're gonna make you feel a certain way. So we really need to dig deeper. And I want you to just take your time And just go stream of consciousness. Just get everything out of your mind that you could possibly think that you would want in a partner. You can do all of the external qualities. And then I want you to think about, well, what am I really hoping to feel, right? So I knew for me, I wanted somebody who was tall, but the reason why I wanted that, and this also went on my list, was because I wanted to feel really safe and taken care of and held, right? And I knew my experience of dating in New York I knew that every time I would be dating somebody who was maybe a little bit shorter or who was shorter than me or my height, there was something about that that made me feel not as taken care of. Now, I can't really describe that or explain it, but really this boils down to what do you want to feel, okay? And I wanted to feel a certain way. So you're going to really focus on writing your list, getting everything out that you want, all of the external qualities, all of the surface level points, and... How do I want to feel? How do I want to feel about them? How do I want to know they feel about me? And what's the experience I want to have? It was really important to me personally to be with somebody who was creative and funny. Well, I attracted a comedian, (laughs) right? Um, I'm going to give you some more examples of this. It was really important to me to attract a partner who had really good relationships with his family and who loved Christmas, right? Who every year around the holidays, I could feel super taken care of around the holidays and not have to kind of have have anxiety about what I was going to do on the holidays. That was a kind of a pain point for me, quite honestly, because I grew up as an only child. I lost my father about 10 years ago. And, you know, I didn't always have great family relationships. I wasn't always traveling back home to spend time with my family over Christmas for a variety of reasons. And that would always leave me kind of with this anxiety leading up to the holidays, feeling like, well, what am I going to do so that I don't feel all alone? And very often 
I would plan international travel. I would plan trips, right? And that was so fun and it was a beautiful experience to get to do that. But I desired to have an experience where I knew I was going to have like a big family Christmas, okay? So that was a part of my list. Again, getting back to an experience, not just a surface level quality. And Brian, by the way, happens to be the most, and I talked about this in the last episode, he's the most Christmas obsessed person I know. Almost to a point where I am kind of like, whoa, this is a lot. But at the same time, I love it. I love getting to spend Christmas with his family and I love the big deal that they make out of it. And now that I have kids, I love that we get to do that with them. So this is just another example of really focusing on the content and not the frame. Again, you're gonna sit down, you're gonna do your list, you're gonna carve out some time where you can feel really spacious, like you have time, get into a good feeling state and you're just gonna do a brain dump, all the things that you want in your person. Just imagining what is my perfect person? What does he look like? What kind of career does he have? Any surface level qualities, but also how do I want to feel, right? That's the most important thing. So you're going to get all of that on paper, really focusing on on the content, the feelings, the experience of being in the relationship. And by the way, I want you to go as big as possible. Like I want you to get as specific as your mind wants you to get on these details, again, using the example of you know, Christmas, family, that was a big one for me. Um, Being with somebody who's creative and funny, but also had a corporate career, that was something that was on my list. And Brian, again, super big corporate career, but also was doing stand-up on the side. So, so many of those qualities that came through were so uncanny and they were so exactly what I put on my list. That was part of the knowing. Really focusing on that content, not the frame. And then once you get everything out, so you're not going to even judge it. You're not going to try to edit it down. You're not going to think about, well, this is what's possible for me. I want you to go pie in the sky. If I was literally writing an order to the universe right now for my perfect romantic partner, what does it look like? Okay. I want you to go big, get all of it out. And once you've gotten everything out, I want you to go back to the top of your list and I want you to make sure that you cover on your list what you want in terms of monogamy, marriage, and children. So do you want a monogamous partnership or not? Make sure that's on the list. Do you desire a marriage or not? Make sure that's on the list and make sure you cover if you want to have children, okay? So you're gonna go pie in the sky. You're gonna get clear, specific, focus on the content, not the frame, cover monogamy, marriage, and children. And then once you've gotten it all out stream of consciousness from this good feeling place, then we're going to take this to the next step, which we are gonna be covering step two in this process in next week's episode. So before next week, if you have time, I really invite you to sit down and do this process. Sit down, create some space for yourself, get into a good feeling place and get it all out. What we're doing with this next might surprise you, but I can't wait to share it with you next week. So that's it for this week, guys. I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful, amazing week, and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Gen X Woman's Guide to Love podcast. If you liked this episode, I would be so honored if you'd share it with someone who you know is looking for love. And if you're ready to take this work even deeper, I invite you to head on over to shondahoward.com forward slash free, where you can download your free meditation to attract your soulmate.